Hello there, it is Nick Zangle. Thank you so much for being here. So we are going to explore how Kiki Chanel has changed, which changes made sense to me, which changes created problems in my eyes for her. And at the end, I will pose some questions to you spurred by my observations, which prompted me to make this episode. But first, let's get into who Kiki Chanel is for those of you who do not know. So Kylie Dennison, whose screen name is Kiki Chanel, is primarily known for her YouTube channel, which has gone through a few phases, the first one being a beauty slash lifestyle phase where she garnered lots of attention from a very public criticism and subsequent apology after backlash from calling out one of the most popular beauty YouTubers, Tati Westbrook. Kiki is also known for her story time videos during that same era of her channel about, in particular, the most popular one was her story about her time as a Sephora employee. But then Kiki started doing more anti-MLM content, meaning anti-multi-level marketing, and subsequent anti-content regarding criticism of business gurus like Rachel Hollis, along with criticism of business models targeting women, in particular stay-at-home moms. Recently, her channel has gone back to a more lifestyle content style, in particular, day-in-the-life vlogging, similar to what she has on her second channel, which she used as a Vlogmas vlog channel in recent years. And on her main channel now, she also does Amazon favorites videos, along with other try-on hauls from different clothing brands and different brands in general. Now, before I share which changes made sense to me and which didn't and some of the problems I've, I've come across in this new endeavor for her channel, if you agree with my characterization of the Kiki Chanel channel so far, as I had just outlined, I would appreciate if you tap or clicked the thumbs up button before we move on. And with that said, let's get right into the content changes that made sense to me. So when Kylie went from initially from beauty and lifestyle channel to anti-MLM and the related content to anti-MLM, that to me made sense for Kiki because she had just come off calling out Tati for what Kylie thought was not an accurate review of a makeup palette. And she had also done, like I said, the story times about her time at working at Sephora. And so it all had the theme of her calling out bad business practices and business practices in general that she wasn't a fan of based on her experience, which is a cornerstone of the anti-MLM, anti-guru and anti-scam community. The problem came for me when she went from anti-MLM and the like to this new phase of Amazon favorites videos, gaming slash commentary, streaming, and going more towards the lifestyle content where the tone and glaring hypocrisy was very hard for me to not see. Now I have a, a, about three main points here, but I'll start with the fact that Kiki on her channel mostly in the past, in all of these phases of her channel, has mostly criticized women. And later I will pose a question directly related to this point, but we see this pattern from her beef with Tati Westbrook to her criticism of Sephora as an employee there, which is a makeup and cosmetic brand geared mostly towards women at the moment. We also saw this when she went after female-dominated industry of MLMs, and in particular, female-dominated companies within MLM industry as a whole, and their targeting of stay-at-home moms and women in general. So there seems to be, looking back on her history from what we see, a history of calling out women for making choices that she does not agree with. And I 
I'm not the biggest fan of revisionist history in general, especially when it comes to social media and how now the standard in, in today's world in general is a lot different than it was 5, 10, 15 years ago. But it does make me think maybe we shouldn't be taking advice from people who have had the most checkered past on the subject that they seem to be preaching about. Now, this became more problematic in my eyes after the recent scandal she was in that I actually talked about in my last MLM related video, which will be linked down below over Kylie's comments on her opinion on unique baby names, which gave her an in to air her grievances over mommy vloggers in general, which ties into the anti-MLM side of them targeting this, this demographic. Now, these comments of hers on family vlogging conveniently are not on her YouTube channel, but were shared on her Twitch channel, which actually got the attention of a lot of commentary YouTubers that also cover um, MLMs and anti-MLM here on YouTube. And I referenced a lot of those videos in the video I made that is linked below. But I did also get clarity in the comment section of the video that I made regarding Kylie's views on motherhood, meaning someone shared with me that they heard her say that she has stated she doesn't want children or something to that effect. And so this to me might be an example of if I can't have it or I don't want something, then no one else should be able to have it, which to me is a very juvenile, childish mindset that seems to be very popular these days, especially in a lot of these communities that go really hard one way or the other, either anti or pro something. So now on to the fav Amazon Favorites videos side of this, which if you don't know, Amazon Favorites videos are basically videos promoting Amazon affiliate links in which the creator gets a percentage of sales through that link of the products that they, they share as things that they, they like. Now, I also made a general video regarding this topic a few months ago on the contradictions between people calling out bad business practices of MLMs and those same people uh, pushing Amazon affiliate links. Now, in that video, I touched on specific examples of allegations and might be needing an update of that video of some of the developments from that of alleged union busting by Amazon corporate and the bad working conditions of both Amazon employees in their warehouses and in the field as delivery drivers. Now, I'm not bashing everyone, I want to make this very clear, who buys from Amazon, but rather pointing out content creators like Kiki Chanel claiming to be against bad business practices as highlighted in the anti-scam, anti-MLM, anti-whatever communities in this general general uh, community, but actively promoting one of the largest, most powerful companies in the world who is known for having some pretty bad business practices. All I'm saying is it doesn't add up. And this calls into question the true reasons why certain people make certain content. And I'll have more on that in a few seconds. And in regards to Kiki Chanel, this is also under the impression that any other company outside of Amazon that she promotes on her channel has a perfect past, which I would be willing to bet is not the case. So this is a specific point related to Amazon affiliate links that she shares on her channel. But a common argument people have against MLMs is you can buy products from somewhere else. You don't have to buy them from MLMs. There's nothing special about the products they sell or about the, the business model. The product's claims make it a scam. You don't need what they're selling. The lifestyle they're showing isn't real. And to that, I'd say the lifestyle that Kiki Chanel is pushing isn't much different than the one being pushed by MLMers in my eyes. And she was so against what these MLMers were doing because I can argue you can buy what she is pushing on her channel somewhere else. 
You can argue that there is nothing special about what she promotes. She claims things about these products that are hard, if not impossible to prove. You don't need these products and her lifestyle as a YouTuber is not attainable by most people. Now, no matter how good the creator is at convincing you otherwise, I can argue the products pushed in these Amazon favorites videos are not life-changing, but I also understand why some people would disagree with me, which is why I am not anti-Amazon favorites. Now, I can also argue if I conflate things happening in MLMs to the MLM itself, like selling or promoting products, promoting a certain lifestyle, building a community, monetizing your life, etc., then Kiki isn't much different. And that is my problem with these bumper stickers, simple labels like anti-MLM, is that it discourages the nuances in the argument and backs you into a corner to where it is almost impossible to not be a hypocrite at some point if you slap these labels on yourself. Now back to the question of the true intent of making content, certain content from creators like Kiki Chanel, I know what people are probably gonna say. They're gonna say, well, Nick, don't you talk about trending topics and pick topics to talk about based on trends? And to that I'd say yes, but only if it aligns with my channel theme and unlike Kiki and many other channels, I'm still here talking about the subjects many of them have stopped talking about because I have approached it from an angle that is a broader theme for me and my channel of talking about newsworthy topics and calling out things that don't add up when I see them as someone who has been an info slash news junkie since my early teens. And I've always disliked hypocrisy, double standards, contradictions, and call it out because I fear being that person and would like others to call me out on that as well. Now, I also don't have a problem with diversifying or changing your content just that that on principle because we all go through phases of interests both on and offline. The problem I see is when a phase of interest is claimed as an activist one with this idea that it's some virtuous crusade that the last time I checked hasn't even come close to accomplishing whatever its goal was, leading me to wonder if there ever was a stated specific goal or if those no longer making that content feel that they made it to the goal or the goal was impossible to make and they gave up or moved on or they got out of it what they wanted and kind of packed up and ran. Again, calling into question the reality of the intent of that content, especially when I see the new content having blatant contradictions to the old without a clear explanation or a bridge of understanding from the content creator. Speaking of questions, I have now three questions for you to simmer on and respond to wherever you are able to and in whatever comment section you can. First, regarding Kiki having mostly women as subjects of her criticism, her controversial comments on family vlogging, and in general, her going after mostly women who choose to live a different life than her, how do you see that as empowering women? Second, how do you make sense of Kiki being quick to start pushing Amazon affiliate links, knowing now what Amazon has been accused of recently after she gained notoriety for her anti-MLM, anti-bad business practice videos? And lastly, how did Kiki's new content Conflicting with previous content messaging affect your views on her intentions all along. Now, there is a lot more where this came from coming soon along with much more, but until then, after you've confirmed that you are subscribed to the channel, make sure to tap or click the screen next to me if you are tuning in from YouTube for more from my channel, and I will talk to you in the next one. Bye-bye.